Welcome to the C3SYD podcast. Our heart for you is that you would know Jesus, find community and discover purpose. To find out more about our church, head to our website at c3syd.church. We hope that this message encourages you today. Well, everybody, Baptism Sunday is all about immersion. And I wanna remind you that we are a fully immersed church. Are you there today? Come on, can I hear you? Are you there? We are an immersed church. The symbol of baptism, the picture of immersion in Christ, into resurrection, into new life. That's who we are. We are not a sprinkled church. We are not a tippy-toe church. We are not an ankle-deep church. We are an all-in, fully immersed, fully diving, fully trusting, fully going after God. We are in the Northern Beaches, but we are not a Northern Beaches-style church. We are reaching the Northern Beaches, but we are a Kingdom of God style church. I'm gonna get you, I'm gonna get you. We are a Kingdom of God style church. And the Kingdom of God is fully immersed. Jesus doesn't do tippy toe worship. He doesn't do a sprinkle of the anointing. He is an all in God. He died in your place, all in. And He calls the church to be all in. He's calling every believer to be all immersed. And I I think the Northern Beaches would be quite happy with us to be a kind of just nicely, neat, controlled, obedient, quiet, doing our thing, but not making much of a stir church. I think the North, I think the culture on the Northern Beaches would be quite happy for us to play church on a Sunday, sing some nice karaoke Christian style, and then leave and go back to our normal lives. I, I think they would be quite happy for our church to have a building and have facilities across Sydney, as long as we don't make much noise, as long as we don't make much interaction into the current atmosphere of society, as As long as there's not people getting set free from all sorts of addictions and demons and things that have a stronghold on their life, as long as there's not people getting water baptised and radically changed by God, as long as there's not a move of God amongst teenagers so that they are clear on their identity and they are not confused and they are not under attack, but they are under the anointing of God in their life, as long as that's not happening, feel free to play church. But everybody, that is not us. I'm gonna get you. We are an immersed, an all in, a hungry for God. We are not lukewarm, though the Northern Beaches may be. We are not keeping our options open. We are following the narrow road that leads to life. We are not trying to go the broad way, we're going the narrow road. We are following Jesus. We are all in. And it is gonna cause a stir. 
and people are gonna get set free and your religiousness won't like it. Welcome to church where all your religion is gonna get completely messed up. Who hated Jesus the most? I believe God is calling His church to be immersed. Come and get immersed, God is saying. Come and get immersed. Come and let, just let loose, let go. Stop holding on, stop tippy-toeing, stop ankle-deeping it. You know the shallow end of a pool? You ever, you ever been to a pool? I'll find you today. You ever, do you breathe? Okay, okay, gotcha. You breathe. You go to a shallow end of a pool. I mean, the great thing about the shallow end of the pool is very safe. It's very safe, very controlled. You can walk. You're not, you're not under the water. You can walk. You can stay in control. The great thing about the, the shallow end is uh, you just get your ankles wet. So all you gotta do is take your shoes off and your socks. Good reminder. And then once you get out, you just wipe your ankles down, put your socks back on, put your shoes back on. It looks like you didn't even go to the pool. It looks like you haven't even been swimming. Shallow end, shallow end. God is not calling His church to stay in the shallow end. He's calling His church to come for a real swim, come to the deep end, yeah, where it's a bit risky and you're not in control of everything, but that's where God is moving and that's what God is calling and that's where you are immersed. And when you get out, guess what? You can tell. People can tell because you're wet from toe to head, immersed. Something different about you. You look free, you look different. You look immersed and God is calling His church to be immersed and the world is looking for a church that is immersed, that looks different, that looks like they've been with Jesus. That's the church that we are. We are a hungry for God, Bible believing, standing on the Word of God kind of church, following Jesus into the deep end of life. Matthew 22, 37, ESV. But when the Pharisees heard that He had silenced the Sadducees, they were sad, you see, because He had silenced them. Classic pastor gag. They gathered together and one of them, a lawyer, asked Him a question, not because He wanted an answer, but to test Him. And Jesus loves a good test. And so he said, the guy said, teacher, which is the great commandment in the law? And he said to him, you shall love the Lord your God with, there it is, with your soul and with, come on everybody, say all, 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 all. God is is asking for all. He's not, he's not asking for part of you. He's asking for all of you. 
your whole life, all of you. He wants all of you to be immersed is to bring all and lay it before God, to bring all your heart, all your soul, all your mind, all of you, all of you. God wants all of you. And like we talked about at conference in Revelation 3, the letter to the Laodicean church, God doesn't do lukewarm. He said, either be cold or hot. And He's not talking cold's not away from God. Hot's not on fire for God. Cold is talking about Colossae, pure water. And hot is talking about Hierapolis. Love that place. And hot medical waters. Laodicea had lukewarm water and it was good for nothing. Does anyone like, um, does anyone like lukewarm tea? You, anybody? Some people, like some people genuinely do. Char likes it, Our Funkin likes it. My dad loves it. He will make a cup of tea, leave for 30 minutes, come back and scull that thing. Like it's going out of fashion. He loves, he loves lukewarm tea. I hate it, I despise it, I spit it out. It's gross. I wanna tell you, we are not a lukewarm church. We are not a sort of in, we are an all in, hungry for God, on fire for God, dependent on God, not self-sufficient, God dependent. We're not doing it like the Northern Beaches do it. We're gonna reach the Northern Beaches, but we're not doing it like the Northern Beaches do. We're not doing it like Sydney does it. We're not building an apathetic church in an apathetic culture. We're building a hungry for God church in an apathetic culture. We are not under the culture of the world. We are called to be a counter culture to the world. So they see there is something different about God and His people. And so God is calling us not to stay in the shallow end but to come into the deep end. I want more of God. Church, do not settle for shallow end experience of God. I want more of God. Listen to me, God has wrecked me. I mean, I love Jesus, always have. Read my Bible, pray. But I got wrecked, everybody. Friday night of conference, I got smashed. I don't mean with alcohol, yeah. God got me, got all of me. I thought He had all of me, but now He really has all of me. Like really, really has all of me. And I, I can't shake it. I, I, I mean, we've been praying every morning and I go to bed excited about getting up at 6 a.m. to pray. I, I go, when I go to bed, when I get home, we've had dinner, we've put Oaks to bed, Jess and I hanging out, Jess is going to sleep. Actually, Jess is unwell, pray for her. She's, she's not well, but she's been going to bed early. She's been going to sleep. I, I can't do anything but pray. I'm like, maybe I should watch that new Beckham series, which is apparently really good, but I can't. I watched some of it, but I can't. I'm praying in the night. I'm, pr- I'm praying too much. I pray at night. I'm praying in the morning. I'm praying whenever I can. I'm just so wrecked for God. I'm just so hungry for God. 
I am not happy with my current level. I want more of God. I don't want ankle deep, comfort zone deep. I want swimming. I want buried with Christ. I want raised with Christ. I want fully in the Kingdom of Heaven. And that's what God wants for us and this church. When you stay in the shallow end, when you stay there, we end up with a form of godliness, but we deny its power. We don't end up with the power of God when we just tiptoe. We need to actually allow God to immerse us in His presence, immerse us in His power. And so, you know, like, I didn't know what we were going to do, if we're going to keep praying at 6am or if we were just going to do it for a week. But my sense is we're going to keep going. So Monday to Friday, 6am, we're going to keep praying. You are so welcome to come. But we're just in there hungry for God. There's not really an agenda. We're not like prayer. We're just praying and seeking God and, and just hungry, just hungry for God. And I'm believing for a whole generation of people that are multi-age generation that are hungry for God. A church that is just so hungry for God. And if you don't want that, I'm sorry, this place is really gonna suck for you because we're just gonna be so hungry for God. Every time we worship, we're just gonna go after God. Every time we hear the Word, we're just gonna let God speak to us. Every time we hear a story of someone getting baptized, we're going to be in awe of what God is doing. Every time a soul gets saved, a child makes a decision for Christ, we are going to go nuts. We're going to be a hungry for God kind of church. Our services, we're going to extend 15 minutes. So not three hours, but 15 more minutes. So that means that 10am is going to finish at 11.30. That won't be 15 minutes more of announcements or preaching. It'll be 15 minutes more of letting God move. We're gonna see sick bodies healed. We're gonna prophesy. We're gonna allow God. We're gonna have time on the altar. We're gonna do whatever God is doing. We're gonna make, we're not throwing anything out. People are still gonna take steps to follow Jesus. We are still gonna celebrate the heck out of people's journey with God but we are gonna make room for God to move. And He's gonna move as we make room. He's moving even right now. Look what what Paul says to Timothy in 2 Timothy 3 to 5. He's writing to Paul, sorry, Paul is writing to Timothy and he's talking about the state of things and about the last days. 2 Timothy 3 verse 5, but understand this, that in the last days, sorry, verse 1, in the last days there will come times of difficulty. Listen to this, listen to this list. For people will be lovers of self, lovers of money, proud, arrogant, abusive, disobedient to their parents, ungrateful, unholy, heartless, unappeasable, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, not loving good, treacherous, reckless, swollen, swollen with conceit, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, having the appearance of, of, hang on. This list sounds like the list you would say about the state of the world. But it's written to the church. 
and he is talking about the state of the church. They will have the appearance of godliness, but denying its power. Avoid such people. Don't hang out with them because you'll catch it. Hang out with the people that are hungry for God, that are allowing the power of God to work in their heart. I'm so thankful for the team here. I'm so thankful for people like Alex and Felicity Farncombe, just hungry for God, on fire for God. When I hang out, I feel feel that, let's go. That's the kind of people you wanna be around. Don't be around a wet blanket. Be around people that are on fire. Andy Ingalls and Shannon Ingalls just on fire for God. I just wanna hang out with you guys. I, I, I just want, I wanna be around people that are hungry for God. Be around those kind of people. Let the power of God move in your life. We're all in, we're all in. And let me say this last thing before we baptise and we're gonna see what happens. One of the hallmarks of a life that is all in is that we value worshipping God more than our appearance. We do live in a society where how you look and how you act, there's a lot of weight on that. But I do think God is calling His church to step out of insecurity, step out of keeping up appearances and to allow a worship for God that fully consumes you. Heart, body, mind, consumed with the fire of God. The Word of God shut up in your bones like a fire that you can't contain, an all-consuming fire. I see fire. I see the fire of God resting upon us, resting upon the hungry. There's this woman in Luke 7 with the alabaster jar. It says in verse 37, 7 verse 37, Behold, a woman of the city who was a sinner, when she learned that he was reclining at table in the Pharisee's house, brought an alabaster flask of ointment. Just note, she wasn't invited. She just turned up. You gotta get a bit of grit in there. I I think we need to be a bit more gritty. Not too timid. Not just, let's just have a nice time. Let's have fun. Let's have connection. Let's eat together. Let's laugh together. But I'm believing for a bit of grit where you just turn up. You say, God, I'm coming in anyway. I'm coming in. Even if I wasn't invited, I'm coming. I want you. I need you. I'm coming, God. I'm coming. During conference, I've heard some people say to me, I came to conference telling God I want this. I love it. I love it. When was the last time you said to God, God, I want this. I wanna see this. 
I want this to happen. Too, too, don't be too timid and too nice about, let's come to God with a bit of grit, like the woman with the alabaster jar, she just rocked up. And then she didn't stay in the corner and just wait to see what the, the vibe of the room was. She didn't wait for somebody else to start worshipping God. She didn't wait for somebody else to get a little bit undignified. She didn't wait for somebody else to start being generous towards Jesus. She didn't wait for somebody else. She just walked straight in there, total mess, crying, tears pouring out, worshipping Jesus, broke the ointment, poured it on His feet. It was awkward, but Jesus said, this is beautiful. Simon knows that when you have a guest, you must wash their feet. He didn't wash Jesus' feet. Simon knows that when you have a guest, you should anoint their head with oil. He didn't anoint Jesus' head with oil. She had reverence and honour and healthy fear of Jesus, of God. And she came with worship. Worship, messy, ugly, worship. And I believe that God wants us to just just step a little bit more, step by step, out of comfortable worship, out of dignified worship, out of keeping up appearances worship. Jesus said, Simon, I have something to say to you. Simon said, say it then. And Jesus goes on, a certain moneylender had two debtors, one owed 500 denarii and the other 50. When they could not pay, he canceled the debt of both. Now, which of them will love him more? Simon answered, the one I suppose for whom he canceled the larger debt. And he said to him, you have judged rightly. He said, then do you see this woman? Simon had a noticed her. I entered your house. You gave me no water for my feet, but she has wet my feet with her tears and wiped them with her hair. You gave me no kiss, but from the time I came in, she has not ceased to kiss my feet. You did not anoint my head with oil, but she has anointed my feet with ointment. Therefore, I tell you, her sins, which are many, are forgiven. For she loved much, but he who is forgiven little, loves little. And he said to her, your sins are forgiven. Then those who were at table with him began to say among themselves, who is this who even forgives sins? And he said to the woman, your faith has saved you. Go in peace. Her faith. This woman had simple faith in Jesus. I wanna remind you, we don't have faith in faith. We have faith in God. We don't have faith in our faith. We have faith in God. And when we are all when we are all in, when we fully immerse and we allow the love of God to permeate our very soul, our very mind and our very heart, we will find that faith starts to show up in our lives and it starts to grow in Jesus name. Everybody, can you close your eyes? Thank you, Lord, for what you're doing here today. Thank you, God, you're doing a great work in our hearts. Thank you, Lord, you're doing a great work in the heart of our church. Thank you, Lord, you're doing a great work in Sydney, Lord. Thank you, Lord, you're doing a great work in every location. 
God, we are not going back to where we were. God, we are staying in this new land. Lord, we are entering into this new sphere. God, we are staying in a new place with a new revelation and a deepened hunger. God, where we are pursuing You, chasing You, fixed on You. God, doing the call of God in our lives, but lost in worship for You. And so Father, as we see these precious lives baptised today, God, let it be the great reminder that we are an immersed church, buried, rising with Christ, living in the new life, filled with the Holy Spirit. We are a Spirit-filled church, a Spirit-filled church, a church that is a house of prayer, a church of prophecy, a church of healing, a church of generosity, a church of community, gathering, life, laughter. We are a Spirit-filled church. And so we thank You, Lord. Thank you for listening to the C3 SYD podcast. To make sure you don't miss out on our next podcast, click subscribe. If you want to find out more about following Jesus, get connected, or find a C3 SYD location near you, head to c3syd.church forward slash connect with us. Don't forget you can find us on YouTube and Instagram at c3.syd. We look forward to having you back soon.